The System Save Me podcast shares how business owners navigate their way to success through processes, systems, and routines. Your host, Jordan Gill, is behind the scenes of top business owners who travel the world while earning six and seven figures a year. There's a method to the madness. It's called systems. So let's get down to business. Welcome to episode number 109, where we're going to be talking about the 3P process plan, people, process, and profit. I'm super excited to share this interview with you guys because this lady knows her stuff. Now, if this is your first time here, welcome. If you're a regular, fantastic. Either way, we'd love it if you left us a review on iTunes as we love hearing from our listeners. And if you don't want to miss out on the next episodes, be sure to subscribe or go to systemsaveme.com for show notes and freebies. Now let's get ready to hear from our guest. Hey, Sequina, how are you doing today? I am fantastic. How are you today, Jordan? Oh, I'm doing pretty swell. Doing pretty swell. So can't complain. I'm super excited to share you with my share you with my audience because one, as we were discussing, we both love Marcus Limonis. So anybody who loves Marcus Limonis is basically my best friend. I know. And <laughs> but besides Marcus, you do um, a lot of other amazing things that I know my audience will love to hear about. So go ahead and shoot some details about you and your business. Okay. Uh, well, I am Sequina Luckett. I am a success coach. I help um, lady bosses build successful and profitable businesses. So I'm certainly excited to be here today to talk about what it is that I do on a daily basis with my clients. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, oh my gosh, we do this every day. What is happening? But it's a good thing. It makes, yes. you know, it makes life so much easier, <laughs> you know, oh, totally. I'm helping people. Um, and that's the whole point of me doing what I do every day. Right. Exactly. To be of service. That's, that's really what it's about. So I love that. So go ahead and kind of describe um, to us what your business or what your client's business looked like um, prior to putting this 3P process plan in place. And we'll get into what that is um, here shortly, but kind of describe what, what either your business or your client's business looks like before that is put into place. Well, <clears throat> a lot of times when a client comes to me, she doesn't quite know what to do. She doesn't quite have a system in place yet. Mm-hmm. Um, so I will go through um, an extensive questionnaire with them to kind of help them decide what it is that they're trying to accomplish, what are their goals, what are they trying to, to get out of this, mm-hmm. and um, what their process is now. You know, how are they getting new clients? How are they onboarding? What are they doing? So for them, a lot of my clients, they're starting out and they have no idea what they're doing. They have clients, but they're not, they're not really, (laughs) they really don't have anything in place at that point. (laughs) So, and I love working with um, clients that actually know what they have, but they don't know what to do with the information. So Mm. I kind of help streamline the process. Totally. That totally makes sense. And so then what is it that finally drives them to be like, okay, I need you Sequina to help me in these areas? Like, what is it? Is it, um, you know, a new baby is coming and they have to figure it out or is it, um, you know, health concerns or is it just, you know, they're frozen in their business and they don't know what to do? A lot of times it's, I need to get out of my nine to five Mm. and Mm -hmm. I need to figure out how to make more money so that I can, um, take care. A lot of my clients have kids Mm 
I don't have any kids, but my clients do. And they're always trying to figure out ways to spend more time with their kids and their family mm -hmm. and their husbands, you know. Yep. So that's a lot of times when they come to me, <clears throat> they're trying to figure out how do I get out of my everyday job and actually do what I am passionate about every single day? Yeah. Oh, that's fun. I doubt. It's fun to be able to work in your passion and just spend all your days doing it, like you said earlier. So, um, you know, the more people we can have in their passion, I truly believe the world will just like become such a better place because so many people are not engaged in their job. They're not appreciated in their job. Um, and you know, in entrepreneurship, there is a lot of, uh, tricky, you know, it's not all roses and rainbows, um, over on this side of the, the river as well, but it at least gives you fulfillment. And I think that that's what a lot of people are missing, um, in their nine to fives. So I and that's true. I know when I was in my nine to five, I was missing the fulfillment. I'm always, when I was at work, I was actually thinking about right. all the things that I needed to get done for my business. So it yeah. was, that, that's where I was. My head was not in their game. My head was in my yeah. own game. And mm -hmm. uh, for them, they're trying to just figure out how to get out of that cycle of having to actually go into an office every day when they could do their work from home or um, they can literally start a business. So go from my side hustle into an actual business. Yes, exactly. And that sustainability, which comes with profitability. You gotta, <laughs> you gotta have a profit, kind of how it goes. Um, so go ahead and walk us through um, the steps that you take your clients through. I mean, I mentioned the 3P process plan, um, but go ahead and walk through what each of those steps are um, and how you go about with your clients to um, establish um, a really great, successful business plan. So with, uh, what the 3, 3P process is, it is uh, process people and profits. Um, so it is um, streamlining. So process is how to streamline your business. Um, and that's literally like cutting out all the stuff that's not working in your business. So yes. um, automation, because um, you're really great at automating. Um, <laughs> automation, um, things like what is my process from I got a client now, what do I do with them? Do I send them invoices? Do, <laughs> do I send them an invoice so I can get a contract signed? Do I, um, the next steps after that would be, okay, now I got the client, they've signed their contract. Now, what do I do with them? <laughs> so it's always the now what? So you're done. Now, what do I do? You know, um, so that's what the process is because most businesses in large corporations, they have a process of things, you know? Right. You have different departments that do different things in order to make this business function. So um, looking at it on a smaller scale, that's what the process is. What am I doing when I finally get a person on the phone? I've spoken to them. She's ready to rock. Now what? It's now you go to your invoicing. It's now you go to getting payments. And how do you get paid? That's another part of your process. How am I going to get paid? Um, what, <laughs> what do I have in place? Another process, another part of the process is of course, marketing. Um, I don't dabble too much into the marketing part, but it's more about, okay, how do I make sure that my client is okay? And I, how do I market to those people 
you know, websites, because I'm really big on websites, of course, um, because it's something that people definitely need in today's world. <laughs> it's not, you almost can't have a business without a website. I know it's crazy, but it's true. Even if you just have a simple sales page or a landing page, you need something yeah. that people can go and look at. Um, so moving on to people, it's onboarding the right team that can implement that process. Yeah. So if you don't have the right team in place, and of course we go to our jobs and think about it, we went to work, did we do at least eight hours of work while we were there? You know, <laughs> we only do it like four. <laughs> <laughs> we only do it like four hours. I mean, just seriously. Right. Right. On their websites, they're doing all kinds of extra stuff, but they are not actually working. Right. So now it's we're talking about how do we get the right team in place to actually enjoy coming to work every day so that they mm -hmm. can do their jobs um and then the next step would be profit so mm -hmm. how do we create next level a next level income mm. and with that it all ties together it's like literally one circle of i have my process in place i have my people in place and now i'm able to strategically look at how can I use these things that I already have in place to make a profit? You know, um, are you going to sell more courses or um, mm -hmm. do you need to rev up your marketing more or what do you need to do? So that's right. what my process is. And that's the mm -hmm. kind of steps that I take going through the process with my clients. Yeah. And I think one, um, one area that I think would be interesting to dive into is the pruning process of when you are looking at uh, their business of what needs to go, because um, a lot of people have emotional attachments, especially as entrepreneurs. People have very emotional attachments to things that they've built. They think it's amazing or they think that it's great and you know, one person has bought it or no one has bought it and they just still want to hold on to it and how do you know the difference between something that just wasn't marketed or positioned correctly enough to sell or it literally does need to go um the difference between the two is okay so i always ask my clients these questions what are you have did you make any money off of this right and and they say no i didn't really make any money off of it mm -hmm. um okay and then i'll ask them well tell me what your process was for selling mm. that product. Mm. So was it uh, an encounter that you had face-to-face -face with the client? Were you right. on the phone with them? Um, what did you do in order to get to this point? Yeah. And they would tell me their process. And a lot of times when they tell me a process and they say, um, I did X, Y, and Z, I talked to people, nobody bought it, then maybe we need to look at the product. Right. Maybe we need to look at the service. Um, and if that is the case, then it may be something we need to eliminate because mm. it's not working. You know, mm. nobody wants it because of this. Um, and a lot of times people have great products and great services. They just don't know how to package them. So if we look at the packaging of the service that you were trying to sell and I can see then, oh, well, that person really doesn't, you know, it's just mm -hmm. how you kind of positioned yourself or you're looking for the wrong client. Because mm -hmm. I do have a lot of clients that are looking for the wrong people. You know, they're thinking, oh, well, I don't want to spend, I don't, I don't think they would want to spend a million dollars on my product. But you would be surprised at how many people are willing to spend thousands of dollars on a product because it's really good, you know, right. or, 
service because it's really great. But yep. some people don't know how to position themselves in a way where it's like, okay, people are really, they could really learn something from this or they can really grow from this. Yep. That's what you need to be positioning yourself as. So with my mm -hmm. clients, that's what we're looking at. We're cutting fat out. Like yep. that product's not working for you, babe. I'm sorry. Right. But it was here first. <laughs> I hear that a lot. Oh, I know. It was here first. I know it helped you jumpstart this business, but sometimes you have to let things go. It's not always yeah. going to be roses and berries, like we say. Right, exactly. And, <laughs> you know, and Jerisha, who we both know, whatever, is, is getting rid of her um, goal getter group, which is what started her entire business. And, it's scary. And when we had the realization uh, at one of her retreats, she was just like, but we can like fit it over here. And I'm just looking at her. It was like 2 a.m. We were staying up being giddy girls at a sleepover party. And I was just looking at her like, that's actually not where it's, 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 it's time to let it go. It can be really scary because again, we have emotional attachments and, and whatever else. And it's one of my favorite, I guess, quotes or whatnot is what got you here won't get you there. Um, which just means that sometimes, you know, the purpose of something in your life for a particular season is for that season. And when you're up leveling or next level, um, profiting, um, then you need to do things differently than you've been doing them before. And change is scary. Um, welcome to entrepreneurship, but change is scary and we get it. However, you know, you really have to, um, look at your business and objectively, um, so without the feelings and the emotion attached to it, um, which again can be really hard, but is, is a lot of times what can help move you and just like you just skyrocket after that. And that is so true. Uh, sometimes we have to let things go. I mean, I even have a hard time, you know, being a success coach to let things go. Mm -hmm. where I'm like, oh yeah, everybody does. I know. I'm like, oh God. Do I really have to let that go? It's been, it's been so good to me, you know, but, <laughs> but I have to say, no, it's time for it to go. And I have to be as hard as I am to my clients. I have to be hard on myself. So I have to tell me, stop it. Yeah. You know, this isn't working anymore. It, it was great, but mm -hmm. let it go. <laughs> Yeah, I know. The good old Frozen song um, that we all just love to hear. Um, but anyway. <laughs> but, um, two years straight. <laughs> right, exactly. It's like, holy cannoli, this is never going to end. It's never going to go away. Um, we want to let go of the let go song. Um, so, <laughs> sheesh. But uh, anyway, so then um, when it also comes to the people side of things and a little bit of, you know, when I talk to people about hiring or bringing on folks as well, one of the biggest things that people struggle with is the control freak. Um, it, they don't say the words control freak. They will say, no one can do it like me. Um, no one's going to care about my business. Like I care about it. Um, you know, I'm going to have to double, triple, quadruple check things, all this stuff. How do you go to combat that? Um, and how do you help them set their team up for success then um, to actually be able to help the business owner instead of just make it another task on their to-do list. So with that, <clears throat> when we look at our processes, I know I have some clients that are real um, 
they're real control freaks, you know, they're like, they hold on to every single thing they can possibly hold on to. Mm -hmm. But um, once I discuss with them how the process is and we cut the fat, then we're going into the onboarding stage, you know, they finally start to see a lot of times they're kind of bringing things back um, because mm -hmm. of their process. Like now, you know, you don't have to do this anymore because now we can hire somebody else to do it for you. Right. Um, so that's her task let her do her job, you know, because your task, and a lot of times I tell my client, your task is to actually bring in new clients right. so that yep. you can continue your business moving forward. But if you're doing all the things, it's not going to work. It's not. It's not. Um, you're not going to be able to just say, okay, I'm going to do this, 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 and this, and that too. And you, you, you can't design your own website. No. Hire out. <laughs> you cannot, you cannot, you know, do all of the administrative work by yourself. Right. Not anymore. Not at the level that we're taking you to. So yeah. that's a mindset thing where people have to learn. So my clients learn that along the way with their, their mindsets are, okay, I can't do everything, but out of this list of tasks, what can I do to give that away? You know, I don't need that anymore because I have to remember and I always reiterate with them, your ultimate goal is to bring clients in. <laughs> And you're working with them and you can't do all of your admin work all by yourself. Yeah. This is why we hire an assistant. This is why we hire someone else to do that work. You're just looking at it to make sure it's working for you. Mm -hmm. um, I had a, a graphic design business and I was able to say, okay, this is your task. I am not a micromanager. So I guess that's mm -hmm. easy for me. Right. I'm so not a micromanager. Yeah. I'd rather give you the job and you can ask me questions, but I feel like if you got it, you got it. You shouldn't have to keep, I shouldn't have to keep doing it. No, yeah. <laughs> this isn't going to work for us. We're, we're yeah. not a match. Right. <laughs> yeah. I need you to do your part so yeah. I can continue to do my part. Yeah. And my part is to just look over the project to make sure it's working out and then going about my business. That's, that's yeah. it. Right. So, with other people who are micromanagers, I have to keep saying, stop doing that. You know, give them the task, let them do it. Then look at the task when it's done. It's good. Move on because we cannot have a business where we're holding on too tight. Yeah. You can't grow. Yeah. You can't grow. How are we going to get to six figures if we're holding on to these little tiny tasks like, please help me with my automation. Like, come on. Right. Or you just want to sit there and design this one post in Canva for two hours. Exactly. I, no, we're going to no. stop that. <laughs> stop it. The time, I'm going to pass it on to anybody. Right. I possibly can. And this is my older self talking to my younger self, because mm. when I was younger, dude, I had to do all the things and I, w I realized my businesses were not growing because mm -hmm. I was doing everything as if I was an assistant, I'm a manager, I'm everything. Right. Right. And I had to, I had to do that. So this is why it's so easy for me to have a discussion with them about it because I was there. <laughs> yeah. 
I was in your position. Trust me. I was never a micromanager. Right. I was, I had to do everything. And now mm -hmm. I'm like, no, I need to hire out because I can't, I can't do all the things anymore. Yeah. Oh, totally. And it's, it's funny because whenever I am the opposite, I, and, and it's not, I guess it's not a bad thing. However, it's like, okay, Jordan, look at your expenses. You're like being a little ridiculous over here. So I have to cut back on that side. Um, just because I'm like, someone else can do this better than me. There are areas that I definitely do not touch like Facebook ads, like graphic design for the most part, like website development. None of those I will ever touch. Um, but things like, you know, I'll have some people come in and do active campaign every once in a while for me, not because I can't do it, but because it just shouldn't be where my time is spent. Um, and so, you know, when you are delegating and stuff like that, it really just comes down to definitely what you hate and what you're terrible at first, mm. get it off the plate. Um, and that's different for everybody. Um, some people, I am pretty good with copy. Some people are like, I hate copy. I never want to write anything, which it's like that <laughs> you have to do a lot of writing in business. No one told you this or no, told me this. Um, told me either <laughs> right no one told me and it's funny because I have uh my bachelor's degree is in journalism so I'm used to writing a lot um or I was anyway and so you know that isn't necessarily a thing for me but I know other people are like I have to write how many emails for my launch I have to write how many words for my sales page exactly. right and it's like okay then copyright you know you go hire a copywriter and it's fine if I don't um but you know, find, find the people that are right for you. And like you talked about the gaps that are in your process, in mm -hmm. your business, that's, it's very personalized. And so many people want to follow a blueprint or whatever else on just like, give me like a box. So like business in a box, I open it and I just like, and I do everything, but it doesn't right. really work that way, especially no. for my clients, because I'm all in my client's business all the time, Yeah. you know? So for me, they don't have, it's not cookie cutter to me. Right. I can right. give you that I have this 3P process that right. I work on, but it really is tailored toward every one of my clients because it's all based on you and right. what you need in your business and how your services work because everybody's services are different. You know, yeah. um, I could actually have like three different success coaches in front of me and they all do things differently. One person works really great with groups. Another person is really great with one-on-ones, you know, and then I have another person that's like, dude, I can do it all. So it's, you know, everybody is different. Everybody's motto is different. So I look at these, this is the process of things, but these are the things that we have to do in order to move forward. Yep. 100%. I agree. So we'll get into the final few questions. Uh, what was your best financial investment in business? Best financial investment? Yes. Hmm. Hiring a success coach. Nice. That was my best financial investment. You know, hiring someone that could help me. Yeah. Uh, yes, I can teach other people how to do this process, but sometimes when we're on the outside looking in, it's a different story. <laughs> mm -hmm. So um, for me to hire someone who could push me, you know, I push myself a lot, but totally. I, with a success coach, you actually push yourself like 10 times harder 
and you gain 10 times faster, you know? So mm -hmm. that was like the best investment for me in my business was hiring somebody to actually push me yeah. to be way better than I know I can be. Yeah. I love that. I agree. <laughs> uh, and then what was your finance, your worst financial investment in business? Oh, uh. <laughs> I just love the reactions I get for this question. <laughs> <laughs> the worst financial investment in my business was hiring a designer to do my work. Hmm. Okay. Um, so years ago, I, I owned a stationary company years ago and I love graphics, but I did not do, know how to do websites at the time. Mm, yeah. So I hired somebody to do my website for me and he botched it. I was like, what is this? It was all ugly and brown in every single way. And I told, I specifically told him, pastel colors, make it pretty. <laughs> and I came back to browns and tans and oranges. And I was like, this is not what I asked for, you know? Um, so that was the worst investment that I made in my business. Mm-hmm. That pretty much was it, but I have a good silver lining to that. <laughs> um, of course, because I had to teach myself how to do my own website. Mm -hmm. So I took the yeah. time to learn how to do, and I do primarily WordPress websites. Yeah. So I did my own WordPress website and I showed it off to the world and my friends and family loved it. And the next thing I know, I'm getting phone calls asking me to do theirs. So that's how the whole graphic design business, web design oh, business. So that was a silver oh. lining, but that was the worst investment right. I've ever made. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm branding and like graphic stuff. Like, uh, I've been disappointed more than I have been excited around that area of my business. Um, so I fully understand <laughs> what you've gone through. Um, that is for sure. So it's sucky, but there's usually, for the most part, uh, a silver lining. So you can always, you can always yeah. find it. That's for sure. So where can people find you online? Give them your website or social media, every, every place. Okay. Uh, people can find me online at sequinaluckett.com. Um, that is S-E-Q-U-E-N-A-L-U-C-K-E-T-T.com. I know it's long, but um, a very <laughs> unique name for a very unique lady. Yes. <laughs> um, so you can certainly find me on sequinaluckett.com, and you can find me on Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest, and Twitter at sequinaluckett. So okay. it's very easy. I wanted it to be where people can find me right away, and I didn't have to say, right. okay, well, I'm over here and my name is whatever. <laughs> and here's another name for you, uh, which is one thing I tell my clients, go right. and scoop up this name under all your platforms because right. it makes your life so much easier. Totally. Now when I do a business card, I say, these are the places I'm at, at Sequina Luckett. That's it. <laughs> And it just makes it real easy. So awesome. Well, yeah, we'll have all that in the show notes too for people to go and pop in and, and click. Um, and so thank you so much, Sequina, for coming on. It was such a joy. And I know that people have gotten some really good nuggets um, from this and they can take it into their own business. 
thank you so much for inviting me. I had a blast today. <laughs> thank you, Jordan. Thanks for listening to System Save Me. If you want to get the links to anything we talked about, go to systemsaveme.com. Have a wonderful week, and I'll see you on the next episode.